Radical environmentalists have embarked on one of the most repulsive iconoclasms in world history and have been attacking some of the most cherished and significant paintings in the history of humanity. These vandals are from the group Just Stop Oil and they're so criminally stupid they seem to think it refers to oil paintings. Their baffling ignorance was laid bare by the fools who attacked Van Gogh's sunflowers. One of the radicals wailed, The cost of living crisis is part of the cost of oil crisis. Fuel is unaffordable to millions of cold, hungry families. They can't even afford to heat a tin of soup. Now, firstly, yes they can. Secondly, the energy crisis and the cost of living crisis has been caused by green taxes the retreat from fracking and nuclear energy, and the ludicrous pledges of net zero, which have resulted in a collapse in investment in the energy industry. Every one of these problems has been caused by the same eco-extremists who are now wailing about them. You really couldn't make up idiocy like this. This spate of attacks has been a global phenomenon with galleries across Europe and the world being raided by these addled little lunatics, spoiled children who never grew out of the tantrums of their infancy. Theirs is a petulant, infantile and entitled mindset, one bereft of any thought or consideration for other people, any sort of beauty or values, or the very civilization in which they are privileged enough to live. And these people also dumped excrement on a memorial to Captain Tom Moore, and set fire to the tennis court before Roger Federer's last match. At least the particular idiot who did that had the decency to set fire to himself as well. Unfortunately, the security team at the event extinguished the flames. When they're not involved in these antics, these narcissistic little fools are blocking the roads, preventing people from getting children to hospital, while forcing cars to sit with their engines running. Thus, adding to the pollution, they say they want to stop. Another brilliant move from this particular batch of geniuses. Everything about these people is idiotic, arrogant and self-defeating. After all, the entire point of any protest movement is to win people to your cause. So turning absolutely everybody against you is the single dumbest move they could have made. And they have turned everyone against them, because now absolutely everybody despises these people. And there's zero reason for this protest to even have happened. Every single government in the West surrendered to their campaign years ago. Every single media outlet sings their narrative at every opportunity. The BBC and Hollywood never shut up about it. It's on the curriculum of every school from Prague to Portland. What the bloody hell are they protesting about? And why art? Why one of the few consolations that actually makes life worthwhile? Well, art has always been the first target of the worst people in history. Any form of art, anything beautiful, was destroyed in the bonfire of the vanities by the Florentine monk Savonarola, the biggest arsehole of the 15th century. Any form of art that was considered degenerate was destroyed by the Spanish Inquisition. The Puritans of the 16th century sought to destroy all art, anything beautiful. Those particularly joyless and judgmental monsters 
desired just dull austerity and destroyed countless treasures in their vanity and arrogance. The Jacobins of the French Revolution did the same, and so did the communards of the 19th century. And these purges went ballistic in the 20th century. The Stalinists, the Nazis, the Maoists, the Khmer Rouge, all launched furious assaults against art of any description, and the damage they wrought was irreparable. A mountain of great treasures were lost to their monstrous hubris, and they were followed in turn by the iconoclast of Isis and the other fanatical branches of fundamental Islam. And to that list, we can now add the modern tyrants of BLM and the eco-alarmists. Oh my god, don't they both fit right into that vile chamber of horrors? In their arrogance, their ignorance, their contempt for humanity, their disdain for beauty, civility and civilization, their blind narcissistic rage and their short-sighted petulance. And you have to ask why? What good do they think this will do? Even if the entire world hadn't already surrendered to their alarmist manifesto, how would this help? If they want to save the planet, here's an idea. Do something constructive. But that's not the way of the left. Their way is destruction. It's all they've known. They continually clamour to break societies, but they don't know how to build them. They filled entire libraries on how to expropriate other people's money, but they've never written a single sentence on how to generate wealth. They've been on an orgy of banning books, censoring films and TV, and driving anyone they disagree with off the internet. And now this. And the real threat is that the damage they're inflicting could spread far beyond the individual paintings they've targeted. Art galleries are one of the great consolations of modern life. People from all backgrounds can gather in these temples to humanity's great achievements. And the quiet contemplation of the staggering skills and beauty on display can sate the soul like no other experience. In these hallowed halls we can drench ourselves in human history can wallow in the finest culture that our planet has to offer. We can get our noses up closer than Rembrandt or Hokusai did to their own work. We can feel the likes of Van Gogh and Cezanne come alive again. Art galleries are temples to humanity. There is nothing else like them. But now their very existence, the ability to experience and enjoy these marvels is at risk. If these attacks continue, Galleries will feel compelled to put up barriers and plexiglass screens to keep people from properly enjoying and experiencing these treasures. Security guards will be brought in to monitor and harass the public. They will cease to be places of quiet contemplation, where all the stresses of modern life can melt away, and they will become as unbearable as airports, and that cannot be allowed to happen. These selfish, narcissistic fools cannot be permitted to deprive the rest of the human race of one of the last great pleasures and satisfactions. It is unthinkable. It must be stopped. So how did we get here? And how can we address this? Well, it seems no coincidence to me that this spate of attacks immediately followed all the desecration of the BLM campaign 
and the vandalism of Edward Colston's statue in Bristol. Our facile authority sent out the message that radicals can just attack art with impunity, can wantonly destroy the marks of civilization without paying any cost. The idiotic judge who let the Colston four walk free from court has a lot to answer for. He is responsible for this. And it's no coincidence that the current vandals are the same spoilt, white, upper-middle-class fools who tore Colston from his plinth. One of the Colston four was called Milo Ponsford, and one of the Van Gogh gandals was Phoebe Plummer. Say no more. That leniency has inspired this wave of attacks. So a message needs to be sent. These people have not just caused criminal damage, they have attacked civilization. They have assorted the values on which our society has been built and they risk wrecking one of the great joys available to not just all of us, but all of our descendants as well. In attacking the great treasures of the human race, they have attacked humanity itself. They deserve a sentence of at least five years in prison. And that might act as a deterrent to the next arrogant and entitled idiots who feel like wrecking treasures that form our collected inheritance. If you want to support this channel, please like, subscribe and think about buying my books. They're called The Tyranny of the Left and they go into topics like this in much greater detail. They're available on the links below. Please do feel free to pick them up and let me know what you think. Thank you.